What's up, you losers? This is the Flock Podcast, show where we talk about video games, movies, news, and everything else we've been doing throughout the week. I'm Dewey. As always, I'm joined by my good friends, Bob. Hi. And Connor. So aggressive. Uh, I'm just letting them know what's good. Yeah. Negging the listeners. Yeah, no guest this week. A rare no guest. Damn. When was the last time we didn't have a guest? It was just the three of us. It's been so long. I was going to make a joke. Of, we're, mi- uh, we're missing Kelsey today. Uh, the fourth flock boy. Yeah. But um, I'm not going to pretend you didn't, guys didn't hear that. Uh, Kelsey, Kelsey's flying back from Las Vegas where yeah. they attended uh, the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, they got a personal invite from T-Swift. Yes. To join her in her... In her uh, box i call i everyone as everyone knows kelsey's stage name is ice spice uh the hair i see the resemblance yeah but we don't really talk about it that much because i just want to blow up blow up the spot is that i know this is visual is that ketchup and mustard no (laughs) what is that that is uh that's a great segue into uh i'm going to a con this weekend and kelsey is cosplaying as a character from one piece which one uh you haven't you haven't met her yet you have a while to go if you're still watching the cartoon you never talked about that on the podcast i started watching a cartoon yeah it's good shit they call it anime have you called it japanimation have i talked about it maybe not i don't think so i think you just texted a chat about it but anyways they're going they're cosplaying as robin and in a lot of um scenes when you first meet robin she's wearing like a cowboy out hat and so kelsey has these already has these boots with like flames on them so they bought a cowboy hat and are painting flames so it matches the boots bought it at the airport in dallas exactly i saw a guy the other day wearing a hard hat that was shaped like a cowboy hat you ever seen that shit no that's crazy that sounds cool he was a trucker so hard hat with brim is the brim hard hat it material? It is shaped like a ten gallon cowboy hat. Yeah, but it is rigid. Okay, will, all of it is hard and is is OSHA approved. Okay, that's so. That's if you dropped a block on this guy's head, you know, maybe he'd live. Yeah, maybe. One would hope, maybe. But it, not, yeah, I was crazy. I was like, I oh, was that like it was black. Yeah, I was like, is that a leather cowboy hat? That's pretty cool, like a black leather cowboy yeah. hat, like some sisters of mercy shit mm-hmm. and i was like oh no that's a hard the undertaker hat. yeah he is uh Did the undertaker where i think it's the over under the over under the reach around my favorite wrestler <sighs> wrestling that's some shit i don't reach around that's in, that's in bob zine right i think so yeah that wrestler what would it take to get you into wrestling a lot because that requires me watching stuff and i already have anime which is just like wrestling, but much better. Sorry for all the wrestlers out there. I think I would have had to gotten into it as a kid. Yeah. There's more of, there's more of a me getting into learning wrestling, like Olympic wrestling. Cause sometimes (laughs) I see that I'm like, that looks like fun. Uh, than it is to watch just uh, professional wrestling. I don't, I just don't understand how it works. So that's like, my main my main well, you, sticking point you get the it's worst theater. worst human being alive to become your ceo and do yeah. unspeakable things to people i like it in theory i think yeah i like the but, idea of it i like the, the theater of it yeah mm-hmm. the theater of it 
I don't like how wet their hair always is. Oh, yeah. You got to stay wet. Why is their hair always wet? It's just long and wet. Yeah. It just looks... Uh, Greasy. Yeah. Or just I don't oil know. slick. Like they come out sweating. I guess I guess my main... Like I, people say that somebody is a good wrestler and I don't know what that means. It means because, they're a good actor and mm-hmm. they're, they, they're strong. They do they a lot of They know how steroids. to shoot. They know how to do a work. I know some of this stuff. You do a fireman's carry really well. Mm-hmm. Fireman's scary. Fireman's dare. Hey, I got a... Is there a bruise on the bridge of my nose? I think so. It looks Maybe. discolored. Why? What happened? I don't know what it is. I thought I had grease on my face and I tried <laughs> washing it off and it doesn't come off. Does it hurt? Yeah, a little bit. I just have like where the where my glasses rest on my nose is just like a brown bruised area. Maybe you need more gla- new glasses. I don't know. Lightweight. I got so I have to keep my glasses up really high on my face so it's not sitting on that part anymore. It doesn't feel good. I feel like wearing nasal strips at night. I have like I like break out on my nose a lot from that because I I get the extra strength so the adhesive is strong. Doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, I breathe all night. Uh, maybe you uh, got hurt when you were getting really excited for the big game that we all got together and watched. That's right. That's right. I had a social outing at my house. Yeah. A rare occurrence. Welcome to my life. How great was it? How many years have y'all lived in that house? Three. This is the first time you've had a group of people come over. Yeah, I don't like hanging out with people. I, I get it. It's a really nice house. Thank you. I don't know if I said that, but I, I appreciate it. It was it was really nice. Thank thank Val for that. If it was up to me, <laughs> hey, it you wouldn't know, have a roof. It turns out we're in the same boat there because the reason my house looks any any what good. It's funny. We can talk about it later, but yeah, uh, we watched the Super Bowl. We watched Super Bowl. It was fucking boring. It's Connor's first for first football game. Yeah, that's not true. Second, I've. So here's the thing. My dad was never into sports. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really get into sports, but I had friends in like middle school who were really into football. Yeah. Now I, I wanted to fit in. Yeah. So I uh, pretended to like football. I don't, I don't remember talking about this, but. And I picked a team and I yeah. watched the games what and was everything. The team you picked? Yeah. Uh, they don't exist anymore. It was the St. Louis Rams. They exist. Okay. No. Yeah. There's the just other Rams. The Los Is there Ram- another Rams? Well, there's the LA Rams now. Oh, no, no. It was now. the St. Louis Rams. Are yeah. they still a team? No, they're, they've moved from St. Louis to... Okay. It was, a, it was a whole thing. Yeah, that was the team because my friend in middle school liked them. So I liked them yeah. because I... Secret mm-hmm. time. I didn't like football at all. Yeah. Uh, it was fun to like throw a football in a parking lot mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i was trying to do that in your house but no one but, wanted uh, to do it. for some reason no one thought it was a good idea to start throwing football in bob's house but uh every time i tried to watch it i i wanted to go to sleep yeah that makes sense uh couldn't get into it but i pretended so i've watched football i've wa- I watched the super bowl many times mm-hmm. uh i've tried to like football and it uh doesn't appeal to me at all in the slightest it's hey it's there was fine. one there was one play that i was like oh that was kind of cool the it was cats 
It was on bro. Oh, we're still oh. talking about football. Was it Stomp? Actually, I, I saw Wicked uh, at the Altria Theater once, and that was really nice. Anyway, uh, the the San Francisco 49ers, 49ers had a, a, a cool play where they tricked the other team. Oh, the it's onside called, pass. It's called a trick play, funny the, enough. The QB. <laughs> yeah. You're get, yeah. Back. Yep. See, I remember some of this shit from when I pretended to like football and tried to get into it. I threw it backwards to another person. Yeah. Who then threw it to another person mm -hmm. who then threw it. Mm -hmm. Or I can't remember if it got thrown twice or I think it was three times. I think it was like boom, boom, boom. And the then it got thrown guy, and then the guy remember. ran with it. Yeah. And I was like, that was that that was cool. That was yeah. sneaky. Every other moment of the Super Bowl, I uh was happy to be around friends but yeah it was boring to me too and i it I was a boring game hardly like football and i'm not even trying to be on some like no oh, sports ball i was shit. so thankful no one even said that that night um i understand why people like football mm -hmm. and sports and stuff it's just i don't i get it it's boring to me and i don't have the brain space to remember stats and people's names and stuff like that for something I don't care about. I used to think of that, but you really only have to worry about the team that you like and then the other time and then you'll get little bits of information when they play teams. And I don't even remember like specific stuff. Like three guys on each team that you really need to ever know. Also it's yeah. like there's no if I lived in a city where there was like a team, mm -hmm. maybe I'd be like, yeah. But that's not the case. So I'm like, I don't, I don't have a horse in this race. Yeah, I don't give a shit. That's why you got to get into baseball. Yeah, because the who you no who <laughs> who do you root for in baseball? It has to be well, whatever league. team you like. But baseball is so relaxed. It, it doesn't really matter. Why is that the sport I should get into? Because I think. From what I know of Connor, okay, baseball seems like the type of sport that could could gain your interest. So I had a roommate who was a huge New York Giants fan. That's a baseball team, right? That's a football team. <laughs> huge New York Yankees fan. That's one of them, yes. What's the other one? The Mets. The Mets. Let's he, was, he was Yankees. Huge New York Yankees fan. Uh, and he would watch baseball on the weekends for so many hours. Yeah. Because the games are so long and there's so many games. There's a lot of games. And I would fall asleep every 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 single time because that's it was so what's good about fucking it. boring. Yeah, that is true. That's what's good about it. What, you don't have to watch the whole thing. What's the point? It's a vibe. It's just the vibe. It's a way to get I, away from the wife. I'd rather put a YouTube video on. You can do that too. And then I don't have to pay, like, I don't have to pretend to care about something that doesn't interest me in the slightest. Look, I didn't think I had any interest in it either until I went to a baseball game well, there, yeah, and realized... If you go to the game, it's fun. I realized this is the perfect sport for me because I don't have to pay attention to it. You just got to eat hot dog. I can just eat hot dog and hang out. And and sometimes something exciting would happen, but most of the time nothing happens. I can do that in movie theater, and I like movies. But then you can't root for that movie every year. At the Oscars, I can. That same movie doesn't go to the Oscars every year. Oscar what Oscars are you watching? I just 
And you don't get my famous dip. I can root for directors. Not the same. Not the same. I just don't care. I'm sorry. I get it. It's I'm fine. sorry. We're f- it's fine. You don't. Have to I be sorry. wish I could because here's the thing. You just got to apologize to all our listeners. I when I'm in public and I have to talk to a stranger. Yeah, it's a nightmare every single time. But if you like sports, yeah, you can you can you can make small talk with anybody. Yeah, I never initiate that because. I know what it's like to have someone initiated with me when I wasn't into sports and just being like, I could not give two fucks about this. But now it is really fun when someone says anything about just, uh, how about that game last night? People will randomly come up to me and say, go birds. Now Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's really funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. And then some of the, some of the time one, I think I, maybe I talked about someone came up to me and said something about like, uh, Hope you guys do good tonight. And I didn't, I, I, I forgot I was wearing an Eagles hat. I was like, yeah. And then I was just like, what the fuck? And then I, and then I was like, oh shit. But, it, and we were like in line. He was like two people behind me. I want to turn around and be like, hey, so that the hat Eagles. Yeah, me too. And the then, football team. Yes, I know. And then, <laughs> but then I was like, it's too late. I have to just get out to my car as soon as possible. And the other thing too, is that like for most of my life, I've worked blue collar jobs. Yeah. And it's like, it's incredibly alienated. Like right now it's fine. Yeah. I mean, my coworker, one of my, my boss likes sports, but in the past it's been incredibly alienating that every single one of my coworkers would be talking about a thing that I could not give a fuck about. Yeah. And I also, there was the subtext that I was gay because I didn't like the thing that they were <laughs> talking about. <laughs> yeah. And that was very alienating. Yeah. Uh, so. I mean, it could be the opposite. One time someone at work, uh, said something about one of the how the guys he was like oh is he really good is it just a fluke or whatever for like a quarterback shirt i was wearing and i wanted to be like, and i was like what's who's your team and then he said the 49ers and i really like yeah of course of course they're doing really good huh fuck you i'm gonna fist fight you but instead i was just like yeah that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> i feel like if i was into sports i'd have to pick a team that never won because i just hate myself yeah i mean maybe like we should help you pick a team like before before what the red Sox broke the curse or whatever yeah. uh, i knew some i had people growing up who were red Sox fans and i i identified with the pain yeah i was like damn that's that's a kind of fandom i can get behind one where you're like it's you it's us against the world baby yeah hey I'd be the eagles fan they print shirts to say everyone hates us no we don't care <laughs> that's pretty cool it's pretty dope and uh we fucking sucked at the end of the year it'd be really funny if i uh if i just started like wearing a bunch of eagles merch and being really into them but never watched the games never kept up with anything and people are like hey how about that blah blah try to talk to me about it and i'm like shrug i don't yeah, know i don't know I don't uh, even like the city of Philadelphia. Funny enough, I was going to bring an extra jersey and I was going to make someone wear it. And I specifically <laughs> wanted you to wear it, but then I was like, never mind. <laughs> I did also show up to the Super Bowl party wearing an Eagles jersey. <laughs> and a hat. Yeah. And carrying a football yeah. in your hands. It was football time, right? I was just like, uh, yeah, it really was like that post that kelsey fountain whereas like eagles fan shows up. It, that article for, was from like 2015 or something like that and it was like eagles fan shows up to a super bowl party wearing jersey for some reason but uh you got drummies for the party 
got drummies. Yeah. And when you're getting them, hey, <laughs> you ran into me. Here I am going through Carytown on my little bicycle, picked up about 20 frozen drummies. Where do you get those from? From beep. Okay, gotcha. I couldn't remember. I don't want anyone buying the stock. They're no, hard yeah. to come by. No, for sure. But yeah, I'm passing through Carytown, and who do I happen upon? None other than the Dumeister. I was there with with Kelsey's family, <laughs> and not Kelsey. <laughs> Kelsey and, and Kelsey's mom were in at a store looking at stuff, so I was outside with Kelsey's dad and two brothers. Everyone on their phone outside. Yeah, is cool. <laughs> and I I I hear someone riding their bike on the sidewalk i'm like god damn it fuck this fuck this person riding their bike on the sidewalk i was like this would be this would happen in carytown and then i hear the bell ring and i see the the, the i see the the wheel on like basically on top of me i'm like I'm like what is this is this person trying to get around and it's just like about to run They're about to ask and i look up money. and i'm like oh shit it's bob oh shit it's bob they are gonna ask me for money <laughs> Look, hey, I bought some drummies. Could you like throw in a couple? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Bob got to meet Kelsey's dad and cool and brothers yeah. real quick, and uh, they were in town. And what made me really think about that was they finally saw the game room. Oh God! Yeah, and uh, how it, did they react? They didn't uh, urge Kelsey to leave me, so that was good. Well, in front of you, yeah. Uh, and funny, funny enough, Kelsey's mom said it's like a museum in here, and I was like, "Yeah, you're kind of right. It's not far off." Um, but it's yeah, nice. that was nice of her to say instead of like, "Wow, it's like a episode of Hoarders." Yeah. Here. And then we were—I don't know—we were just talking about how because Kelsey kept being like, "Yeah, this is mostly Dewey stuff," and I want to be like, "No, it's not. It's, we're sure." And it was funny going through because I have four display case, uh, like from IKEA. And I was like, yeah, this one's Kelsey's and it's the one cube <laughs> right there. <laughs> she uh, saw all my stuff. Yeah, this is, yeah. So I, what are you, uh, are you watching after your kid brother or something? Or? <laughs> <laughs> is this the playroom for uh, the kids? No. Uh, Did you have a younger sibling like die <laughs> yeah. and they preserve their room? Yeah, I usually don't show people this because I don't want to mess around with anything. Uh, no, but that was cool. Just did stuff all week. I just did a bunch of family stuff all weekend and uh, woke up early and paid for it the, the next day. How you were, you took them on a sightseeing trip. Yeah. We went to the VMFA, uh, went to food places. What was the, what was the VMFA exhibit? Oh, that's we, for our listeners, the Virginia Museum of Fine Ass. It's a strip club. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what was what was playing there there's a samurai armor exhibit coming to the vmfa damn soon. i'll go see that we unfortunately they i let them take charge and so the first thing we did was go see like all the like like turn of the century furniture and then like the equestrian area where oh, the museum yeah the horse paintings yeah just all that stuff i made out with a girl in that section one time That's in cool. high school well how old were you also in high school <laughs> fucker that's good to know uh Let's check yeah because we were like oh no one comes to this section mm -hmm. there's a little bench here we're gonna sit here and make out i'm bummed because i'm always surrounded like, by horse paintings i usually will take people directly to like the like egyptian stuff or the, the greek stuff yeah because i feel like that's like cool 
Mm-hmm. And uh, they just they just went straight up there, and I was just like, "All right, I guess we're doing this." And then Kelsey was like, "Like I've never been to this part." I was like, "Yeah, there's a reason I never <laughs> brought you to this part." Wait a second. So hold on. They they are coming to town. Mm-hmm. Do you take charge and you say, "All right, this is what we're going to see." Kelsey and I, Kelsey mo- mostly, but also I will come up with stuff, and then we'll be like, "What do you guys want to do? We got this, 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 and this." I was just thinking about it and I don't I have no clue what I would take people to see in Richmond, Virginia. There's a lot. Hollywood Cemetery. That's true. Carytown. We did go to Carytown. What I, if someone was visiting from out of town? There's so much you can take. It's just think of the the think of the like the my first time in Richmond stuff. Maymont. They went to Maymont. Maymont, yeah. Bell Bell Isle. Louis Ginter. Okay, okay. We went there last time too for the lights. There's a lot. Did I ever tell you guys I touched the Rothko painting at the VMFA once? No. I was just alone in the room and I was like, and you're, you're, I was like, I bet I could touch this and I wouldn't get arrested and I did it. Damn. Why would they arrest you? Or kick me out. Whatever. Was this with the high schooler again? or No, this was later. I bet I can life. touch this. I was probably in college. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> What am I saying? What am I doing? What am I okay. Doing? All right. So yeah, we did that. We did a lot of stuff. It was fun. I would take people to uh, where would I take someone visiting? Visiting the city uh, under a bridge somewhere. And I would say, all right, these are places I like to frequent. <laughs> where would I take them? Roy's. Roy's. Yeah, you, you've got to try this gas station. You got to go. To this, do you like gambling? <laughs> Uh, this is the best place to get gas. I don't know. You'd be like, "Hey, do you have a bike? Do you have a bike?" And then you would take them on a on a on a bike trail where, uh, if if you fuck up at all, you you fall thirty feet down a ravine mm. onto concrete. Mm-hmm. That's how that's what makes you feel alive. Mm-hmm. Sound familiar? No. Why is that? <laughs> Did that happen to somebody in this room? Oh. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I was just. I'm bad at. I'm bad at doing that. At hosting. Yeah. You were a pretty good host last night. Well, that's at my house. I live there. Yeah. You live in Richmond. I know, but I don't do anything. You could take him to 301. Hey, go on, go walk around the woods. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how I would how I would make Richmond seem like an interesting place to to a uh, someone visiting. It's so easy. There's so much bull stuff. If you were gonna if you were gonna take people uh, around your weekend or your week of uh, stuff you did this week, if you had to get to like a podcast, if you were gonna take people around all the things you did this week. Oh, like it's my like if it was my turn to talk about stuff. Yeah, this is a transition. Uh, I would take them to my <clears throat> my little office chair in front of a monitor, in front of an Asus, uh, uh, Republic of Gamers. Hell yeah! Monitor, open Opera GX. Op- open up Opera GX and then close it because I don't, don't need that open to play this game. It's probably going to hurt the CPU usage. And I'm going to load up a game that I've put damn near twenty hours into since Friday. Damn. And I'm going to show them Helldivers 2. Ooh, I was wondering if you could play this. 
How how is Helldivers Dose? It is the perfect sequel to Helldivers. That's good to know. I thought so Helldivers 1 was already a extremely fun game. Mm-hmm. Extremely addicting, very grindy, but the loop, the gameplay loop was really fun. Mm-hmm. Helldivers 2 so um Helldivers 1, sorry. Helldivers 1 is a top-down twin-stick shooter. Yeah. Helldivers 2 is a third-person shooter. Horde mode kind of thing? There can be. Yeah. It's Um, kind of based off of... Yeah, it's based off of like Stormtroopers, or not Stormtroopers. Starship Troopers. Yeah. Yeah, it's very Starship Troopers in its... Made by the creators of Stormfront, you said, right? They really really, wrote a message board a while ago. (laughs) They really turned up the Storm starship troopers stuff yeah yeah in this one it's way more like satirical i think yeah especially from i remember when they first showed off the trailer for it and i was like this is a starship troopers game right and then i was like what is this i've never heard of it yeah it's uh, it's also a from what i've heard it's a pretty small indie team that makes the games too so it's it's it was the kind of thing where i was surprised to hear that they were even making a sequel yeah and to know that it's this good is wild but they uh yeah it's gone full third person and it looks fucking awesome Mm -hmm. it looks looks really good good. which i thought the cutscenes are super high def i I thought they was gonna go i mean it's not like it's not a huge team so i was thinking it was gonna be some like Pokemon style shit where stuff is going to be clipping in. And don't get me wrong. It's extremely buggy. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, I thought there would be really bad like pop in, draw distances would be all fucked up. It's not. That's like good. on a mechanical level, the game mm-hmm. is great. Yeah. Shoot. <clears throat> it's, uh, if you don't know what it is, if you've never played Helldivers 1, it is a four person co-op PVE uh, it's it's there's not a campaign to play. It is just you. Um, it's kind of a global campaign, right? Like all players playing contribute to like yes progression of some sort. Right? Yeah, in that, or at least that's how the first one was. I'm, I'm not sure if that carried. It's over. it's still doing the same thing here. So it's kind of a live service game in that sense, where they're like adding weekly things that happen. Um, or even daily stuff like over the weekend there was a free uh rail gun that was available to everyone mm-hmm. and that's that's only there for a couple of days and then it switches out for something different it's uh there's like a bunch of the, the the idea of the game is very starship troopers where there is like you are eliminating the terminid which is like the alien creatures or the automatons, which are like the robot things, you're like removing them from all these planets so they can be inhabited by humans. Cool. And the language is all like we're spreading liberty and yeah. democracy yeah. to the uh, to other planets, and yeah. it's all very kind of tongue in cheek anti imperialism. Yeah. But the so the game it, it's it's all of the planets are procedurally generated, or all of the missions are procedurally generated. But there are like a handful of different types of missions and they are usually strung together 
like in groups of like two or three or maybe sometimes even up to like four or five missions that are strung together B- the point being if uh so an easier mission would just be a standalone thing where it's just go go to this planet uh there's like a site you need to go to on the map which is like some kind of base you need to get to that point uh enter in a code that will like launch the icbm missile Mm -hmm. and then you extract from that planet and that's like all you have to do but the whole time you're getting like kind of swarm like wave based like alien attacks Mm -hmm. or if you can do it stealthily enough they won't bother you at all and you can just like sneak through and do your thing. There's like roaming groups of bug aliens that like if they notice you they will swarm you. And there are so other missions would be like destroy three bug nests so you have to like find them on the map destroy them and then extract. Mm -hmm. And the the gimmick of the game is friendly fire is on at all times mm-hmm. and you you use these things called stratagems which are supposed to be hard to use yeah so you hold a button down and then you enter in like a sequence of directional buttons like up down down right mm-hmm. and those each of those stratagems will call down from the the ship that's in space that you you know held dove to the planet from mm-hmm it will call down a like if you're if you're out of ammo you need to resupply you use the resupply stratagem which is like a little beacon that you like toss on the ground and then a couple seconds later you know it rockets down from space and like smashes into the earth Mm -hmm. and then it's like and it will kill you (laughs) yeah that that'll pop out your ammo but anything that falls down can kill you or an enemy Mm -hmm. so you can use that to your advantage if you like if there's like a big like tanky kind of mini boss Mm -hmm. you can just like try to throw shit at it so hopefully like something will land on it Mm -hmm. um also there the the code you have to input for each one is like sliding scale of difficulty so like ammo resupply is pretty easy it's like up up down down right or something like that whereas like if you need to recall like if your buddy dies and you need quote unquote backup which just is resing yeah. your friend it's far more complicated oh, okay and and they also there's you know like ballistic uh, like orbital strikes that you can call from the ship above so if you like see like you know a whole like bug nest of like the little aliens you can just like stay far away and be like all right that's where it is throw my my stratagem for that over there so they will like just ballistic strike from the ship mm-hmm. and like rain down on them but those codes since they're like higher damage are like up up left right up up down left up up right right down mm-hmm. it's like super long and like complicated to put in so if you are getting attacked it's a lot harder to be like under pressure like trying to put it's, in this sequence yeah it's so stressful especially like when like your teammate dies and you're trying not to die because you don't have to start the mission over and you're like running away from bugs while trying to like input the right thing to res them and you're like oh mm-hmm. fuck fuck like don't die don't die and you're like under pressure trying to punch in the numbers and throw the stratagem before you die it's yeah. uh something that seems pretty simple 
your fine motor skills kind of disappear when you're under pressure. Yeah. <clears throat> it's it's super addicting though. And and the more you the more you level up, the more you can you can buy different stratagems. So like some of them would just be like turrets that you can throw down mm-hmm. that'll pop up for like a minute or so. And like those turrets will give you cover fire. So if, if you are doing a mission where it's like go to this point and you know, you have to like do something that's very time consuming and you're just gonna be like getting waves swarming on you. You can do the stratagems that are just like put a bunch of turrets down to like give you cover fire while you're doing whatever you have to do. So like knowing the mission ahead of time and like taking because you can only take four stratagems at a time. So it's like knowing what the mission is and then preparing for it by being like, all right, I'm going to take all of the cover fire stratagems like you might need to have a teammate who's like has the resupply backpack who can like refill everyone's ammo and like stim packs and stuff without having to like call down another resupply beacon and uh the more the more you level up and like unlock these stratagems the crazier they get like some of them are like drones that follow you around and shoot for you Mm -hmm. so it's like you have your own like drone hovering above you that's like giving you cover fire there's a mech there's like a mech uh in the first one there was a four person tank mm-hmm. so like someone would drive it two people would be like on s- like left and right side machine guns and then mm-hmm. there would be like a cannon person in the back yeah and like i don't know if that's in the second game it's not it's not been unlockable yet but it was in the first one so i assume because the f- they're doing everything that was in the first one yeah um it's just super fun it's the kind of game that like it's very grindy because it's, it's all of the missions are just variations on, you know, hold down this point for a minute and then go to this other point or like destroy all of the X, Y, or Z in this area or like they're all, it's not like a hugely diverse gameplay thing. It's yeah. it's a lot of the same type of thing. Mm-hmm. But since everything's procedural and there are, Every map has a bunch of like side things you can do. Mm-hmm. So it, if like if a simple mission might just be go to this point, destroy the bug nest, and then extract, and like return back to the ship. And while you're doing that, there are like other points on the map, like points of interest that you can go to, and there might be like resources in at those other points that you can use to upgrade other things on the ship, or there might just be like uh other things that you can destroy like i i don't there's a bunch of different things that it could be but those all add to your score at the end which is like how much you get paid for doing the mission and like you get more xp so it's you're doing a balance of each each match i guess you would call it is 40 minutes and you're doing a balance of completing everything as quick as you can because the longer you spend there the harder it gets like the more enemies and the higher level enemies. So you don't want to spend too long, but if you do everything too quickly, then you miss all of the other collectibles that you could have gotten yeah. by exploring the, the whole map. So it's another thing of like, if you have a team, then you can be like, all right, two of us are going to go solely do all the collectibles. The other two go and do like the actual like mission important things. Mm-hmm. And then we'll like regroup at the end. It's so fun. It's a good game. 
network and, network has been terrible mm-hmm. but it's they are patching it like almost daily yeah doing like network fixes so it's been a lot more stable it was like friday and saturday it was dropping me every other match yeah which mm-hmm. sucks because you're 35 minutes into like a match you have a ton of upgrades and like xp and stuff built up and then it just like sends you back to the ship mm-hmm. and you just like lose all of that progress so you know how like normie people pick one game and that's their like game yeah you know i get the feeling that they're kind of trying to make this an option for that yeah like oh we kind of want people to make helldivers to their game mm-hmm. Do you get that sense a little bit just with, I don't know, kind of, especially because there's microtransactions now. There's microtransaction, but I don't know. People were complaining that it's like pay to win now, but it's a PVE game. So it's like how pay to win yeah. is it? It's all cooperative. So it's just a matter of your teammate having better gear than you, I guess. But so is anything that you're paying with real world money mechanical or is it all cosmetic? I don't know yet. Okay. From what I've seen, it's only from the three days in or whatever. It's only been cosmetic stuff, okay. but there might be other tiers where there are better guns and stuff. But that doesn't really even bother me that much because it's it's all it's since it's cooperative. I'm not like yeah, yeah. oh my teammate has a good gun. Like they're gonna help me <laughs> finish yeah. this and get my XP or whatever. Yeah, doesn't really bother me. But with like the dailies and stuff, it feels like they're trying to make it like a. You have your three friends that you play with. Yeah. You know. It's definitely like a shoot the shit kind of game. Like just we're hanging out for a couple hours with with the homies. I do. I do. I I don't know. I could see them trying to like like have raids or something be like a part of it. I would be down for that. Yeah. Everything. So I'm also unsure of what this game looks like to someone who never played Helldivers 1. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure it looks extremely generic and it's not really doing anything new like the stratagem thing is like an interesting gimmick but i i if i didn't know what the first game was i'd be like oh this looks mid yeah for sure it doesn't look (laughs) bussin but i was such a huge fan of the first one and this one is just like a third person smoother better version of that Mm mm-hmm so I'm like, oh, this is the perfect game. Like, this is what I p- imagined it looking like. Yeah. Um, it's a great game. It's 40 bucks. It's not even... There didn't, I thought it was 30. Is it 40? 39.99. Oh. But, anyway, uh, worth it. Yeah, it's I mean, I, game. for what for what AAA games cost now, it's half the price. Yeah. You know what? If the microtransactions keep it cheaper to buy, then I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the the battle pass model too. It's like yeah, they they are doing a lot of like Fortnite's battle pass is doing a lot of heavy lifting for like the, what they their thought process on how this game's microtransactions are. There's just like Fortnite, there's the tiers that you mm-hmm. like uh, you have to unlock all the things on the one tier to unlock the next tier. Um, but you still you gain the V bucks equivalent through doing those, so you don't yeah. actually need to spend your own money as long as you get all the way through. Yeah, as long yeah, as long as you play the game, you can still get the things you have to pay actual money for. You just you can pay actual money to get them quicker. No, no, you don't understand. It's like they're paying me to play the game. <laughs> 
And if I get three of my friends to play. Yeah. And they get three of their friends to play. <laughs> and these knives pay. I mean, this game pays for itself. I mean, you're going to, you, you need the game anyway. Yeah. So you might you, as well do it through this. Yeah. You're going to get it. You just might as well get it through me. Yeah. And then if you get your friends to play, well, then everyone's winning. Use my, uh, what do make we, sure to use create, my code. Creators, creator code. Use my epic creator code. But yeah, Helldivers 2. Great game. It's fun. I've, is, as frustrating as all of the network shit was, it's slowly been getting better. Yeah. Somehow it was affecting my computer when you were trying to stream it. Like my <laughs> webcam stopped working. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that was. It's really funny. Um, but that's kind of the bulk of what I've been into. I started watching Monarch. Have you watched that? No. What is that? Monarch is the is American the- Godzilla TV show. Oh, no. I thought, it was about, I thought it was that show about the royalty in um, England. Not even, not even doing a bit. I thought that's what it was. No, it's about the... Uh, it's about Prince Charles. It's about the kaiju from America, the American 2016 Godzilla movies. Is that when that was? 2014? I can't remember. I don't know. Monsters the Godzilla guy. I don't know. It's, it's like that universe uh it's cool i am liking it it's definitely corny as hell which i don't think is self-aware but uh it's at least fun to watch i don't hate anything about it really it's definitely it's not like a great show but it's fun to watch yeah does it it picks up in that universe does it have any of the same characters or is it is just in that universe? Does it have any of the same characters? Yes, I think it does. Millie Bobby Brown, was she in that no, one? No, no, she's not in this. Well, it takes place, so it jumps around timeline-wise. It, it jumps around from like the 40s and 50s to like pre-G-Day, they call it. Pre like when Godzilla, Godzilla Day. And then jumps forward to like modern, like current day. I'm still looking for the Godzilla spot. I get it. I but mean, I think it's, I've heard it's all a myth and that they're, I keep trying to convince myself of that, but I don't know, man. I don't believe in it. Look, it's just P anyway. <laughs> you know, it's G. Anyways, who wants to go next? I can I can run through all my stuff because I feel like there's a few things, but okay. not a lot of detail. Uh, I forgot to talk about it, but I platinum Lies of P. This was like a oh, month ago, though. Speaking of P. I forgot about, yeah, I activated my P organ and beat the Nameless Puppet on New Game Plus, which was probably the hardest thing I've done as an uh, uh, adult. Damn. Uh, it was really goddamn hard. I think I might have put in like seven hours into just that one boss fight trying well, to what would you name the nameless puppet if you had to uh carlo because <laughs> that's the name of your character and i forget the last name the last name of the guy who wrote pinocchio but it was carlo something santana i think yeah i think it was carlo santana uh so i beat that i also completed prince of persia this weekend or okay. last week which was a really good end. Uh, and I think I said something about how I thought about maybe platinuming it. And I keep saying that about games and I'm now realizing I should just complete the game. And if I really, really like it, go and platinum it. But I had enough 
I had a good time with it and I saw how much I would have to do and because that game is atypical in terms of like uh the design of a Metroidvania where I know how much time it will take for me to find everything and I just don't feel like doing a bunch of backtracking even though by the end of the game you have like a whip, uh basically like a whip that can like grab onto things and like spring you forward to areas and like a double jump and a dash and have all this movement um and I did some of the hardest platforming stuff which by the end of the game gets really really fun uh, it's super difficult but it's really rewarding to like do all these very specific maneuvers and then like set a clone up over in one area so right before you die you like shoot yourself back and, and like all these really cool ways of like traversing and very very tight platforming with a decent story to boot but I think uh, if I put more time into that game I just would take time away from other games I want to play so I, I said I'm be- I've completed it and I'm moving on and uh, I'm still plugging away at I, I played a little bit more because I wanted to beat that so I could write off my list and I am continuing to play Xenoblade Chronicles X which the more I play it the more I'm like damn this is just an MMO that's free because like um, I talked about how you get there's a board where you can go to get quests yeah you can also get quests that are character specific ones that you have to have certain people in your party and like progress certain amounts of like the story or other things like that. And then there's ones that are like affinity quests. So there's all these different types of quests, but the the main thing that made me be like, oh, this is a different type of game is if you want to progress the chapters, you go to your HQ and you go to this table and for me, it was like, you have to have this level uh, of, a, like you have to level up your character in a Blade to this amount and you have to complete these two quests. And I didn't have those two quests. So I had to go out and like try and find these quests that were basically like tutorial missions. But even after I beat that, now I am basically completed chapter four. I'm up in the open world and now it has a thing where it's like, do all this stuff and then you can start chapter five. So it feels very much like you can beeline the story but the the moving around the world and like discovering stuff and like all this other things that you can do in the game that feel more like an mmo it's like way more like i said before it's less about the story and it's more about the world itself and and just like chilling in that world uh friend of the show josiah commented on last week's episode post yeah and said man the soundtrack on xenoblade chronicles x was so bad and intrusive that i couldn't enjoy any of the rest of the game who's who is this person someone i know person? okay well they, they listen to the show so they're a friend of the show so i will not say anything negative about it but is the soundtrack bad the soundtrack is goofy but then some of it's like really really good hmm. uh funny enough the main battle here's a, here's the main thing the soundtrack is goofy and I think what makes it even more goofy than like some of the, I think uh, the, uh, the main, the main, I think it's really that the uh, new LA area you're in has a very like weird kind of, uh, the best way I can describe it is like the slice of life songs that will play during anime. It has one of those. Hmm. Also, there is one of those for like the goofier moments. Um, 
but most of the music at least the battle theme and then like the special boss battle thing because sometimes you'll run into like a named enemy uh once they start going they have vocals in them oh so it's a hit or miss for a lot of people okay the one for the normal battle theme is kind of bad but it's like also <laughs> like uh there's a guy who's just like is anyone there it's like one of those like, yeah yeah it's just a dude like talking over to it uh I can see how that would definitely be distracting. Oh, no. And then the one that's the new LA one is like a... And there's like a, a guy going, yeah, <laughs> like the whole time. And this is like the main theme that you're... Because you're spending so much time in this area. Sounds like a Sonic Adventure yeah, song. Except for like like early or like late 2000s and like just not that great, but also like has a charm to it for me. I think the one theme that was really good is the first time you run into a named enemy, they have a vocals from uh, someone who composed, I'd have to ask Kelsey about it because Kelsey was like, this song goes and like looked it up and it was someone who composed for Kill a Kill actually, okay. which is like known for like a really good soundtrack and uh, Studio Gynex joint, I think. Mm. Uh, so that one's really good. And the themes of like when you're in the world are really good, uh, but yeah, all, it's it's like hit or miss for the for the bonus. The the, the I think like the second like kind of like con I wouldn't say continent, but the second like huge area you get to is kind of like a swampy area that when it turns night, everything's like glowing and stuff like that, and that has a really good soundtrack. Um, yeah, it's got some crazy ass crazy ass soundtracks in there, but. Again, I, I'm really digging it because just like all these other open world games, the the main part that I like is just like running around and like being like, oh, that looks like something I can get to. And then in this game, you have that moon jump and you run real fast. So it feels like traversing already mm-hmm. is super easy to get around. So I'm having a great time with that. Um, Those are like the main ones. I guess I can also talk about because I completed... Uh, Serial Experiments Lane, the anime I was kind of talking about. Bob likes to experiment with serials. This is true. What does that mean? You mix your serials together. Yeah. It's not an experiment. It you're a like mixologist. Uh, chemist. You're a serial chemist. I completed I completed this. I finished watching it. It's 13 episodes. I had to find it online illegally because I wanted to watch it, which we'll have news about it. It's on fun it was on Funimation. Funimation is closing um so hopefully you'll be able to watch it legally on crunchyroll if you want to but uh i had to find it illegally because i don't have a funimation account and uh it i get the cult like fervor around it Mm -hmm. i talked about before it's it was made in like the late 90s but predicts a lot of stuff and and revolves around this girl who's like a middle schooler and uh, becomes obsessed with like computers and stuff like that. And it's entering this world called the wire, which is basically just like the internet, but Baltimore, Baltimore. (laughs) but, but it exists in this kind of like VR state where like people, um, basically get on the internet and then like the next thing will be like in a virtual world walking around and that, uh, it deals a lot of stuff with like, did you, did you ever see the reboot reboot? No, no. This this sounds similar to the reboot. Reboot. I don't. I've heard of that, but yeah. um, it's 
it's got a lot of really i think that what really drew me to it immediately was the art style of just like noticing the differences between uh subtle things like her shadow versus the shadows of the environment she's in because um the first thing that you'll notice is like all the shadows casted and like when she's walking around in like her hometown even like the first like few scenes is like very very just black with like specks of like red in it and stuff like that it just makes a really cool scene and just like artistically they they did a really good job of it of just like creating this world um but you definitely have to like get in the mindset of like this is going to be doing some weird stuff because it has to deal with like consciousness and like uh people talking about like uploading themselves to the wire it, 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 i think i talked about it before and i was and i and i want to say the um the twins or the people who the the sisters the sisters who did uh the matrix mm-hmm. cited i want to say that they cited this as like an uh and something that inspired them code lyoko no code lyoko <laughs> that's an ass pull uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> if anyone doesn't know code lyoko is one of those things where you hear it and you're like that sounds kind of familiar and then you look at me like oh this show um it's like the it's like the weird like not anime but like egghead characters that were like on uh, i think it was nickelodeon i think so uh if you see it (laughs) and you're a 90s kid or early 2000s kid you'll be like oh this you'll like be like oh oh god i forgot about this yeah um but no no uh experiments lane has to it's it's really interesting because you can see a lot of like, oh, they're doing some like Freud stuff in here and they're doing like, I feel like I, I get so much of like what they're doing from like the Japanese media in terms of like games and like other anime I watch. And I'm like, oh, I see why this and like Evangelion and Xenogears and stuff like that has all been like super influential to people. Um but it's still it's still really good. I, I my favorite part was that I think uh, maybe a quarter or halfway through the series, there's an episode where they just start being like, "Ah, uh, yeah, Sigmund Freud. He did all these experiments, blah blah blah." And they thought about this, and then like, they'll have a little more scene of like in the world, and they'll be like, uh, "Majestic 12. And then it's just like I was like, uh, "Okay." <laughs> They're like, then they just start talking about, and this and this guy had the idea of creating the internet, blah blah, and, and then like they're giving you all this background and. Um, you have to suspend disbelief a, a, a little bit here and there. And then also as you're doing that, you kind of, while I'm watching it, I'm like, how much of this is in the real world and how much of this is in her head? And she has like all these different personalities that, and it also deals with just like the internet and how people are different people on the internet and, and et cetera, et cetera. It's one of those, but I would suggest watching it because it is only 13, 13 episodes. And it's a, uh, pretty easy watch and if anything if you're like you can dissect it or you can just view it from like a really cool artistically done uh especially with the visuals and stuff where you're like man this is little middle schooler seems like she's tripping on lsd (laughs) 
and is the internet is there a god in the internet whoa what what makes a god etc you know i feel like i talk so much about that type of stuff that i was just like i like i know what this is doing (laughs) (laughs) but that's mainly that's mainly what i've been doing nice you can find that on um let me look up this site i couldn't watch it you're gonna get a virus but you might get a virus i also couldn't watch it on my tv i could only watch it on my phone after i clicked through a bunch of ads (laughs) it was called uh (laughs) <laughs> nine anime tv dot to cool which when i've been looking for anime that nine anime has come up a few times go get a trojan <laughs> on your computer yeah careful bob they'll steal the 200 dollars in your bank account hey if it's up to 200 i'm having a good day <laughs> uh, as long as it doesn't flash red at the when i insert the card <laughs> That's all I'm hoping for. <clears throat> I think I'm gonna stream Fallout Four on Friday. Sick. That's yes. That's um. It's about all I've got. Are you going? Are you going vanilla? Or are you doing any mods? Vanilla. I'm doing it on PlayStation oh, Five because I just want the achievements. Okay. Ooh. Okay. He needs some trophies. I also realized the last time. I, I again, I've talked about it maybe before, but I don't like this game, and I've put in a hundred hours on PC. I think I've done two or three playthroughs on there that I always get right before the Institute. And then I didn't check, but I think on my PlayStation 5 save, which I've probably put in 30 hours or so, if I I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure I was either at the Institute again or I was just meeting up with the... um, I think that was the time when I met the followers of Adam. Mm. You go out there. Yeah. I think I got to that point and I was like, I can't wait to play this tomorrow. And then was like, actually, I hate this game. What am I doing? And I haven't <laughs> picked it up since. I, one, okay. New Vegas and Fallout 3. Yeah. The first 30 minutes of each of those games, I'm not super big on. Yeah. But the first 30 minutes of Fallout 4, I do enjoy. Really? Yeah. I don't. Maybe, I, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I just think they drop you in in a more interesting way than like running around the the fucking vault as a, a little kid. Dude, yeah. Like that's not fun to me, but. I don't like, I don't like the way Fallout 3 starts. I, I think that Fallout New Vegas starts in a fun way because it... Oh, you're dead in that one. Or you got yeah, shot. Yeah. Yeah, that one's I, decent. I kind of like that because you can go around the town and like do stuff in a different way yeah. or you can just leave. Yeah. Which it allows you to start and then just be like, hey, uh, you can talk to a few people and they're like, yeah, they went to Vegas. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to figure out how to get there. And then you can just totally leave there and not worry about the powder gangers and stuff like that. True. I just, yeah, th- I think four starts in a immersive way. Yeah. that I don't think three does. How does four start? Four is pre-war. You and your spouse and baby pre-war and then the bombs start dropping. Mm. And then you get frozen. flash forward uh, an indeterminate amount of time. Someone steals your kit and uh, shoots your wife or husband and then leaves and then you go get frozen again and then you come back out. Okay. Interesting. As much as I disliked Fallout 4 when I played it the first time, I still have fond memories. Yeah. 
like I think back on it as something I enjoyed, but then I, at the time, I just remember hating it. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I really mm. wanted to like it. So did I. Same with 76. So, we'll see. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I thought about going back and playing that too, but... Uh, it's probably impossible to play now. I'm just... I'm saying this right now and I know Jeremy's listening and he's <laughs> firing up a text like, yo, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was funny. He... Because he, when I originally was going to stream it, he texted me and was like, hey, let me know if you want me to like come in and like Sherpa you through it. I was like, dude, I put like... Uh, I've put like at least over 100 hours into this game I just I, I was like I don't worry I know the be- like the first like 10 hours like the back of my hand <laughs> yeah I spent so much time base building until I realized that it's not anything I had to fuck with no yeah and then I just was like oh, god damn it that's it, it's four yeah. yeah I don't know I'll, again the voice protect and then I think what I already was planning on doing this and then I saw all the stuff for Fallout uh, London and that looks really really good it's like a full-blown mod that it's a whole standalone thing with like assets that were all completely new made full voice acting they're going over the stats in that video i posted it and it's basically the size of fallout 4 fallout i think it was like the size of fallout 4 and new harbor yeah is it a fallout 4 mod yeah okay but they had a bunch of different people working on it and because there's only like so they they basically can use some of the stuff but they obviously had to make a bunch of new mm-hmm. assets and stuff so it fits in. They to make cares, characters say, isn't it? Yeah. And what's all this then? They also have their own, like, I guess uh, their own version of the uh, the Vault Boy, but it is from a PSA from, um, I guess, the British uh, version of, like... I say Mind the Gap. Yeah. They do say Mind the they Gap. They say Mind the Gap. It looks cool. It looks yeah. cool as hell. I'm very excited. There was like multiple factions and like different like it's a full blown game basically that That's they're tight. just making. So I'm excited for that. That comes out early this year, April, I think. It's like first end of the first quarter. Yeah. Okay. So that there's a bunch of other mods, so I'm excited, and hopefully I'll actually complete Fallout Four on stream because that's the that's the that's the idea. It's the dream. Yeah. You could do it quick. This is true. I, when I completed the storyline, I did it very quick. Yeah. And I don't recommend it. Yeah. No, I don't want to. I definitely want to do some side stuff, but maybe I'll do like side stuff off stream or something like that if I'm really feeling it. I did it so fast that I was sure that that wasn't going to be the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> How fast did you do it? Like 15 hours or something. Really? Yeah. Well, I also, I played it in the most annoying way possible where I, any character that I could kill, I killed. Classic. They don't allow you to do that. They don't allow you to do that much in that game. I know. So every, every like named character that I could kill, I was like, all right, you're, you're dead. I'm putting (laughs) you down right now. And that made me skip huge chunks of the game because I just killed like main characters that are supposed to give you a lot of missions there's like uh in new vegas the reason they give you the yes man option is because that there's straight up no one you can't kill other than like i think like maybe one or two people yeah but they allow they give you that option so that if you literally kill everyone there's still a way to complete the game 
because in new vegas it's like no you can kill straight up everyone yeah yeah i i yeah ran through the story way too fast and then spent the other like 30 hours i played it just doing base building shit and fucking (laughs) (laughs) not worth it maybe if i actually played the game i would have a better experience with it you have to keep pressing Garvey alive and he keeps getting people to come to your settlement so you can kill them and then just keep working on your settlement. So he can tell me a different settlement is being attacked. Yeah. Preston. Fuck Preston. Fuck yeah. that mission where you have to go help the Minutemen at the fucking uh, yeah. lighthouse or whatever. I hate, yeah, I've done that twice, three times maybe. Fuck that. What'd you do? Uh, I played Helldivers 2 with Bobby. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been watching the new season of True Detective. Me too. Season three? Season four. I've never watched a season. I know sh- I should. The way I watch TV shows now is uh, third person. Like you're... What? I, Val watches them and I'm in the room. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do that with some shows. Um, have you seen any of True Detective? No. Really? No. You would like the first season, I think. That's what I've heard. Everyone always says, everyone says the first season's good, second season, not so good. Here's the thing. My edgelord opinion, second season. What's the second season one? LA. Oh, I love LA. I don't know if I know that. It's got Natalie Portman in it. I didn't see that. Okay, now I gotta Uh, see it. I understand why it's got Vince Vaughn. I understand why people say, say it's bad. If you, I think, first of all, he wrote it in eight months by himself, Mm -hmm. which was stupid of him to do. But, if you watch it as its own thing without being like comparing it to the first season, I think it's kind of good. There's things about it I like a lot. It feels unfinished for sure, but there's a lot of potential there. Uh, I've watched it, I think twice and I had an okay time. Uh, the third season just feels like they're trying to third season is the Vietnam vet Vietnam. He's like him as a young detective after Vietnam and then him as an old man remembering it's in the it's in the south or the yes uh, arkansas yeah yes i watched that one that one's pretty good but it just feels very much like they're trying to, i don't remember much from it i didn't like it it feels like they're trying to do the first season again and it's not as good i was annoyed at least the second season's different i was annoyed with that season because uh it got it got too convoluted. It got very convoluted with the remembering, like he's remembering the investigation he did when he was younger and like he's losing his memory and it's, I don't even remember how it ends. The part that was bothering me was they kept, every time there would be like a new, a new development in the case, it just kept going. I don't, I hardly remember anything from that I was so annoyed. Was so weird and convoluted. Because when shit happens, when a, when crimes happen, I feel like it's just, it's a very simple thing. Yeah. And TV shows love to make it like as complicated as possible and everyone's double crossing someone else. And yeah. it's just like, this is too much to even keep up with. Did you see the first season? Which one? I don't think I saw the first. I saw the Vince Vaughn one. I uh-huh. saw that one uh-huh. and then the ice one. Oh, so you haven't seen the first season? I guess not. I mean, you might not like it because people like it, but <laughs> it's really good. I'll say it. It's really good. I love um, I love true crime, so I'll probably watch it. You you should watch it. 
I'd be interested to know what you think. I haven't watched the first season in a long time. I've seen it several times. Okay. Um, Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. He's from Interstellar. Woody, Woody Allen. He's from Interstellar. Uh, they, they, they do great. He, I mean, the guy who wrote it stole everything from Thomas Ligotti, the horror writer. Oh, wait. I did see that. Okay. Ligotti. I saw the end of that one. Just the end? Where they're like shooting each other. So they're... See, will someone get stabbed with scissors? No. I don't think so. You're thinking of Interstellar. I'm thinking Interstellar. <laughs> There's like a guy and he's walking around and they're like in a... It looks like Laser Quest. They're like in a cave? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. looks like end. Laser Quest. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that one. Did you watch the whole season or just the last episode? Just the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> of course you didn't like it. You didn't understand what was happening. Well, yeah. It was confusing. Well, cause Why would I like that? Every, you know, Bob has always if said... You watch the... God every show you should be able to watch just a random episode you should be able to watch the last episode yeah. and understand everything that's going on <laughs> that's what makes a good tv that's show that's what makes good that's how i read books that's how i watch tv shows bob opens a book to the last page and goes huh that doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> <laughs> this book sucks i'm never reading harry potter who the hell's ishmael <laughs> I was also thinking of Moni Take as my example. What is that? Why is that? <laughs> I mean, it's one of the greatest novels ever written. Anyway, uh, season one's good. Called, she called you should Bo. watch it. You should, you should watch. What'd you say? She called me Moby the way I'm Dick. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't I'm, make I'm, sense. I've been rude to her. <laughs> um, you should watch all the other episodes in that season in order and then watch the last episode you know my new one i've been saying (laughs) what's that i'm sure someone's already said this before but i randomly thought about it she called me baby bear porridge the way i'm just right that's too much (laughs) i thought thought the baby bear it's the yeah it's the baby bears porridge that's just right the way i'm hitting just right Oh yeah, I guess it is. I forgot how that story goes. Just call me all, I remember, all I know is it's a Goldilocks zone. Yeah. And then the no, we're, you're thinking about the you're thinking about the house made of sticks. No, you're thinking about the other zone, of interest. Oh, the G zone. <laughs> oh, the Godzilla. <laughs> the G zone of interest. <laughs> um, uh, wasn't even fucking the talking Godzilla. <laughs> You like that? Uh, yeah, I know a spot. <laughs> Dudes be like, yeah, I know a spot. <sighs> oh, fuck. People come from out of town. That's where I take them. <clears throat> oh, man. You're flying in people a lot, it seems like. Hey, we've got to do something during United Blood. This is true. <laughs> Bob, cut all this, actually. <laughs> no, leave that no, in. That's good. Leave it. Um, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. What are we talking about? True detective. True detective. It's good. He's sure, yeah, he stole everything from Thomas Ligotti or whatever. 
uh is still good i think and the new season is the first time it, uh they got a different person to write it so it's not dude man mm. <clears throat> he's producing it they got a woman to write mm. this uh season mm, okay and it's good you said i don't know yet okay. um, well i'm go, go, go broke i'm undecided um it's very different than all the other ones uh it takes place in alaska a group of scientists who are in who are work in a like a remote arctic lab in alaska and a dog comes up <laughs> <laughs> they got to figure out who's the tree alien. detective um no they all uh wander out of the the lab one day and onto the ice and freeze to death naked and jody foster is a alaska state trooper and she's trying to figure out what the fuck happened and so the other seasons have yeah you know what's this is just a problem i have one among many i'm a would you ever the way detectives act in tv shows is insane okay i would never put that much effort into my job (laughs) you get paid the same amount whether you do it or not (laughs) that's why it's a fantasy because no detective does yeah that's what i'm saying yeah like dog it's not nobody cares if within the first like 30 minutes of the first episode jodie foster has a bunch of like polaroid photographs on the floor and is like drinking and like going over old doc- and i was like oh this is kind of played out yeah just get a computer <laughs> do they do like the string attaching? might as well um the other seasons play with the supernatural in interesting ways and the occult in interesting ways where it's never explicit right it's always like is something supernatural happening it leans towards probably not Mm -hmm. right but it's never ever ever explicit Mm -hmm. they never show anything supernatural right it's just people in backwoods being like oh like yeah i'm communing with an elder god or whatever Mm -hmm. not they don't say that but there's like that like hinted at um but they're also like crazy people so you're like well you know throw them in the loony bin um but this season without spoiling too much and if you're watching it and you're not cut up and you don't want spoilers then skip ahead has what seems to be pretty explicit supernatural shit going on yeah you see ghosts whoa now those ghosts could be in people's heads mm-hmm. or whatever because uh, it's nighttime half the year and they're going a little loopy. Uh, but the ghosts also lead people to find like find bodies that are in the middle of nowhere. So it's like... Are the ghosts like people in sheets? No. Are the ghosts uh, some of them? Some or? of them are like straight up like grudge style, like white makeup, like greasy black hair going... Yeah. <laughs> 
okay. with like white irises like or jump scare. Yes. Yeah. So I don't love that. It's yeah. it's a little like goopy. it's like a different show. It's like a different show. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a season of True Detective. It feels like I don't know if you ever watched that show, The Sinner. It feels a little bit more like that with like some horror ghosty elements. I don't know. I'm gonna finish it. You know, uh, some of the writing's not great. Mm-hmm. The dialogue's a little generic. They, from what I've seen, it's it seems like, uh, especially the Jodie Foster character, is a little too 2024 for what a Jodie Foster age person would how a Jodie Foster age person would talk. That's okay. a ghost, no cat. Basically. <laughs> I don't know. It, there's for just real, a lot of real. a lot of stuff in it that feels. It doesn't feel like the way people like that would people talk. who live in people who are boomers that live in a remote Alaskan yeah. town. Yeah, it's it feels like it's written by someone trying to these, sound like that. These ghosts of someone who's in their like late thirties, early forties, uh, <clears throat> who's from Mexico, maybe. Or, uh, cause that's who wrote it. Oh, is that who wrote it? Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. I don't know. It's, it, it, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel, I'm not convinced mm-hmm. by, by any of the, uh, dialogue. The native stuff's interesting. Sure. I like, I like what they're, they're playing with, like some of the character, you know, obviously there's like a big native population there and there's a mining, uh, there's a, is it a mine? A factory? It's mine. A mine that is the main source of, you know the main economic center for the town for the reason it exists and the mine is poisoning uh, a lot of neighborhoods that are predominantly native and there's a girl who was murdered or seemingly murdered many many years ago who was a native activist that was protesting the mine and like that they're trying they're trying to see if that old case connects with this new case somehow and like some of that stuff, you know, some of it's interesting, um, but you know, certainly just dialogue's not great, and a lot of the story beats are pretty generic. I think the like mind stuff and the digging up the old like murdered protesters, like maybe the most interesting part of the show. Oh, that felt very contrived. Yeah, to me. Okay. It's always, I don't know, it's always like this X company is the is the heartbeat of this town and I mean, the one yeah, person who's sure. going up against it, it gets murdered. What could it be? How far are you? Are you caught up? Yeah. Watch the episode on Friday. Okay, well, I think the, the, the most recent development with her makes it, you know, a little more ambiguous as to what happened to her. Sure. And so I think having it be the obvious thing of oh of course like the someone who works for the mine murdered her and then maybe it's actually something else makes that storyline a little more interesting to me but we'll see what happens i just meant the just the premise of of that framing of for sure just felt like oh i've seen so many versions of this yeah No, no definitely um but yeah it's it's okay i'll finish it i guess i love jodie foster Oh yeah, she's amazing. But you know, like the writing's not great when even Jodie Foster is like feels not great. Yeah, you're like, damn. 
Also, this. Never mind. Also, I really like Jodie Foster. Also, I really like Jodie Foster. Uh, and then I got a book that I finally got a book that I purchased the Bible months and months ago, sometime last year. It's the new, the newest Delta Green campaign. It looks cool. God's teeth. It's fucking sick. Uh, I listened to the guy who wrote it do an actual play of it from years ago. And it's really interesting. And I've been reading through it and I'd like to run it at some point. We should do that. Uh, I mean, is there a dentist character? You could be a dentist. Okay. Um, could I be Dr. Teeth? I'm not a dentist, but I can take a look. <laughs> um, it'd be it'd be a it'd be a big commitment to play through this on podcast. So I don't know. I'm committed. Are you saying I I lack commitment? No, I think. Do you know anything about me? No, I think you're committed. I think there are certain elements of this podcast that lack focus. Oh, we, I could focus. I know you could focus. If you said at the beginning of the, you, the thing is, every time we did out the green, you never say this is serious. <laughs> That's so, your folly. So if so if you said <laughs> That's what I've been doing wrong. If you said, hey guys, this is gonna be serious, I do this. You yes, get sir, serious sorry. about an hour in. Every yeah. time we play Delta Green. You fuck off for the first hour and then you're like, wait a second. Connor's mad. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, on the other hand, fucks off for the first hour, goes, wait a second, Connor's mad. I gotta push him over the edge. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, this story's starting to become something. I gotta figure this out. And I say, I'm going to see if I can make Connor get up and walk out of the room. <laughs> or I get serious and trying to like break the game. Yeah. Let's burn down the house. <laughs> I mean, I've listened to so many actual plays of Delta Green. Mm -hmm. And let's burn down the house is the solution so many times. Not not the like the solution that the players pursue. Yeah. yeah. So many so many players are just like, you know what? Let's fucking burn down the building. Yeah. You know, who, you know who else came to that conclusion? Good old David Byrne. I don't know. It's, it's talking heads. What's that? Like a, a song called Burn It Oh. I get it. <clears throat> hey, all my Gen Z, all my Gen X's out there who got that joke. <laughs> Go ahead and give me a give me a W in the chat. Do you think you're Gen X? How I don't know how old. Yes. No. I'm not. No. How you're old am I? You're you're a millennial. You're a millennial, but you have the ideals of a Gen Xer. Yeah. You have, hey, a, you have Gen Xer vibes. You're kind of like a Bill Maher kind of. You're kind of vibe racist. <laughs> okay. I'm but weird. like, don't know it. So it's like, are you looking up how old you have to be to? Are you looking? No, up, am I, was, I racist? Quiz. I got, I got emails. Buzzfeed. From, am I racist? Quiz. I got emails from Fiverr. I paid for a couple things on Fiverr today. Yeah. I guess we'll have to see what they are on stream. Oh boy. Um. Well, if Dewey wants to play this, I don't know if I can talk about it. Don't talk about it. Don't spoil it. Give us a little bit. I know it has something to do with teeth and uh, scary looking person there. Well, here's the. I would tell you a little bit about the beginning, but the beginning part plays out with just one character. Okay. So if we played it, I'd have to pick somebody and just do probably 30 minutes to an hour of just one-on-one. -on -one. Probably be good to do it with me because I'm the most special boy. I mean, you would take it more seriously than someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell by your eyes going back and forth. <laughs> 
yeah. Okay. I haven't played Delta Green in a while, so uh, I, I'm enjoying reading through this. It's really interesting. There's a there's a very interesting <clears throat> object early on in the game that plays a very interesting role mechanically that I can't fucking talk about. I guess uh, I don't. Is it a die? Teeth. It's a it's a it's a folder with a little Japanese anime cat on it. It's a die is a object that has an interesting role. You're not wrong. You have so many sides. <clears throat> Basically, here I'll I think I can describe this without trapper keeper giving anything away. It's a pink folder that is given to a character. Uh it's got a cute little cat on it and inside are photographs and functionally it it the character is given a mission that seems wrong mm -hmm. it's everything seems off about everything but this folder serves as a kind of catalyst to be like you're going to do this uh you are never at like there's instructions in the book like you never describe what's in the folder you just describe the person's reaction to what they're seeing mm, okay and it's basically like you look at the folder and you're like, oh yeah, these people have to fucking die. Um, and there's some content warnings about, you know, dealing with uh, child abuse in this campaign. So it's definitely a big like session zero. Let's talk about everyone's limits. Yeah. You know, if if we cross a line and it makes you feel you feel bad, then just we stop. Yeah. Uh, which I think is an important part of role playing games. Yeah, a good safe word. <clears throat> and role play in general. Yeah. If that's your thing. For sure. Blue forty two. I know I know a lot of people who play like tabletop games will do like uh they'll do what's called lines and veils, where it's like you like you have what's called session zero where you kind of talk about what everyone's expectations are for for the game, <clears throat> the campaign. And then you're like, all right, what's a line that like you don't even want us to go there? And then like a veil is like, what is something that like you don't want described in detail, but you're okay with like mm -hmm. it being kind of there or discussed <clears throat> spiders. A lot of people, it's spiders. Some people are like, I don't even like, I can't. You notice a creepy giant, crawly going giant spiders. Uh, but then people will do, they'll have what's called the X card where they just have like an index card with an X on it. And it's just on the table. And if anyone at any point, just like, touches it yeah. you're like all right uh let's take a break and you change the subject which i think is good yeah these liberals are kind of ruining <laughs> oh. all right oh what do you want what, you don't want us to talk about uh your anxiety <laughs> what do you have depression oh you don't want us to talk about uh your avocado toast and your mocha latte <clears throat> oh you guys are purchasing a, a tavern in the game and it's triggering you because oh, you know you'll never be able to afford a house <laughs> You're, you'll never be able to own your own tavern <laughs> uh even though your parents bought a tavern and they think that it's like not a big deal even though the market's completely changed they bought a tavern when they were 20 yeah i was just talking about this to somebody where i was like i can't it's crazy to like remember my dad talking about working a like working a job over the summer to be able to pay for tuition in college yeah it's cool and i'm like that's insane to think about that like you could just like work a job and then pay your tuition up front 
but a whole summer oh my god yeah i will cut in a lot of time of sitting at the coffee shop so hey i'd rather just pay it off for the rest of my life and not go. hundreds of dollars a month for the rest of my oh life. That, yeah. yeah anyway cool. that was a good way and that anything else no nah, that's it's probably it cool this week we talked about um Helldivers 2, Monarch, Xenoblade Chronicles X, Serial Experiments Lane, True Detective Season 4, Delta Green God Teeth. God's Teeth. God Teeth. God's Teeth. God's, God's God. Possessive Teeth. You guys want to talk about news? Yeah. I forgot <clears throat> to talk about it and, and I didn't write it down because I thought, of course, we'll talk about Death Stranding 2 trailer. And because I didn't write it down, I forgot to talk about it. But there was the Death Stranding 2 trailer. Mm-hmm. Did, did you guys watch it? I mm-hmm. did. It looks fucking in bonkers crazy style. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, specifically the end, we get a bunch of stuff. That, what's her name? Qu- quiet? <laughs> Wrong game. Yeah, I was going to say, I get them mixed up all the time. Gentle, what's her name? Porcelain? The character from Death Stranding? I never played it. I Gentle? Don't I don't remember his his name well there's a woman's name that i forget i can't believe i'm forgetting this it's not dude i'm like right on it porcelain gentle pewter what's her name people at home are screaming fragile that's her name her name's fragile don't look it up i know it's fragile she had those like gloves on her that helped her smoke that looked really cool. Bridges is the the character is the Norman, last name. Norman Reedus's yeah character. That's Sam Bridges. Sam Bridges. I uh, couldn't remember his name. Okay. Uh, I just couldn't remember porcelain. And it's not the, porcelain. <laughs> I know. It's quiet. She shows up. Oh, the gloves that cover her mouth when she's doing surgery. And yeah. Also hold her cigarette for her. Yeah. yeah. They're so sick. Uh, Where do I get one of those? I don't know. Hopefully, in the next few years. There's a bunch of other just cool looking con- concept stuff in there. Like fighting with a guitar. Yeah, that was the main thing. At the very end, Higgs, I guess, who's from the... I've only, I only know from like watching other people or like seeing what other people are saying about it and then watching the trailer and putting two together. But I guess some character that died in the first game comes back and has like mo- makeup that looks like he's like either the Joker or the Crow. <laughs> or both. Yeah. Why not both? Joker, Crow. Just and, like Jared Leto vibes. Yeah, for sure. And he's like fighting with a guitar that he's playing that's shooting out electricity and there's like all these like cyborg like ninjas with like samurai swords that, that are, are also babies i think yeah it's there's a lot of stuff going on there very kojima yeah um but the another big thing is that at the end of it uh he it, kojima is talking to the head of sony or whatever like that and he's talking about how uh he's also working on another game that I was I'm trying for the quote for it, but it was a it's he what? said it's fizzent. Fizzent, yeah. Which looks like it's supposed to be like physical intelligence. And it is a espionage stealth game. That's the one I was looking for. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is this the one where he, he said something like if 
if someone is to walk in the room while you're playing it, yes. they will think you're watching a movie. Yeah, he said something uh, here. I've got I've got this article from Eurogamer where at the end of it, he talks about how he wants to transcend the barriers between film and video. And he said something about if your mom walked, uh, for example, if your m- mother walks in and sees you playing it, she'll think you're watching a movie. She'll think uh, you're watching porn. Yeah. <laughs> your mom walks in and uh, you playing uh, Death Stranding, so you put on porn real quick. <laughs> uh, I like the idea of 37-year-old me playing a video game my mom walking in and going over to my house. That's movie? Like, you, you owe me $25 that I sent you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he went on to say, I'm not sure how far we can take it yet. But uh, that was really interesting. There was an article later on that talked about... Oh, so my favorite part about this is that he points at the camera, uh, like stayed right, and then like a drone shot of the camera leaving the studio and then going up and it shows that he's like in a lot at in, in like Hollywood and it's such a like he's here guys get ready he's already here uh but he talked he, and there's another article where he talks about uh during covid he got really sick and then started could, like thinking about death and how he's like I'm apparently he's like 60 or something like that he's, he's pretty like, old fi- yeah. he's like 50 he's like he looks good for his age. How yeah. old he is. I turned 60 this year, which I didn't want to believe. But then he said, I turned 60 this year. I'll turn 70 in 10 years. I hope to never retire. Having said that, I have a desire, uh, et cetera. He talks about how like he, he would just like create, keep creating. And that while he was sick, he's and just throughout the pandemic, he saw a bunch of people talking about how they wanted him to do a Metal Gear game. Mm-hmm. So he was like, I'm going to come back and do this. So this is kind of like for the fans in a way. Uh, I'm interested to see what this is because he's working on Death Stranding. He's still working on OD, which is that game that is specifically for uh, Xbox, or at least tied with some sort of Microsoft promotion. And uh, now he's working on Fizzant. So he's doing PT and he's doing mm-hmm. Metal Gear 6. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should be pretty cool. He All said, right. hey, hey, Konami. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of PT, I've, I've, saw, I've seen a bunch of reviews of that uh, Silent Hill, that free Silent Hill game, and it sounds like it's a whole mess. Oh, oh I bet. Of it like being like a decent game, but like missing the point and being about like suicide and social media and stuff like that. It sounds really funny. You okay. know when somebody breaks up with their partner and then you see them with somebody who looks like their partner, but just like kind of uglier? Yeah. That's how I felt watching that trailer. There's okay. just games though, right? <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, I talked about it last week about the whole Xbox thing and there's rumors that they were going to start making games or they were going to start adding uh, games that were specifically Microsoft exclusives to PS5 and possibly Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the day after that... Um, I need to it? be Master Chief on my Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah, Big Phil... Whatever the hell his name is. Spencer. Phil Spencer <clears throat> made some tweet about how, hey, we're going to have a Xbox. Po- I, guess, I guess now they're saying that it's an Xbox podcast with Phil Spencer and Sarah Bond um, and Matt Booty about the updates of the Xbox business. I thought originally it was going to be like a video, but they're saying it's going to be a podcast and it's official. It's on the official Xbox podcast. It's coming out February 15th. This is Thursday at 12 uh, I don't know if it's going to be audio or a full like video streaming thing because it looks like it's going to be on their website 
Oh, no, wait. YouTube.com slash Xbox or wherever you listen to podcasts. I wonder if it's going to be one of the weird... Have you ever scrolled through your Spotify homepage and it shows you... Yeah. Like the video clips of like podcasts you've never heard of. Yeah. And it's like two I've people... I've never seen video on my Spotify homepage. It's... Ever. It's always a video of like two people sitting in the craziest like set that you've ever seen like talking to each other on the on like crazy mics that have like leds in them and shit. yeah <laughs> i'll see if i can find one keep keep going yeah anyways i'm interested to see what this is because there's been a bunch of rumors back and forth between different like uh people who have leaked stuff before that all seem credible and some have been saying yeah uh starfield's definitely coming some are saying like no some are sp- saying that like most most people agree that the exclusives quote unquote will eventually come to playstation and stuff like that but there's going to be a certain amount of time but there's been stuff all over the place like this is coming this won't come etc i'm excited to see what they do because i've also seen some rumors about how next generation uh xbox is looking to make some sort of handheld that is going to basically it sounds like they're trying to do a switch which at first i was like that seems dumb but also if they're in the idea of like we're going to have our box where you can play our games but also you can stream them on computer or have them on computer or maybe there's going to be an app for the tv that you put i was like why not i mean there's all this architecture like you can already play a lot of those games streaming on your phone and stuff like that the way microsoft has it set up so the chipsets and stuff like that are getting better and better to the point where I could see them making it. And I think the ROG Ally, one of the third party, but a lot of people have been saying it's really good for Xbox stuff. And okay. It's like basically an Xbox. Is that one of the Android things? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think it might be an Asus thing. Uh, Asus, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to see. I don't think they're going to be talking about any of that stuff, but this seems like they're going to be I think after the outrage of all the Xbox uh, diehards who are like, if you guys do this, I'm walking away and I'm also going to jump off a building. Stuff like that. Like the crazy amount of like people who are still thinks they don't realize the console wars are over. They're still uh, out there in some island in Japan. I was going to say like 1970s, just Japanese soldier. Yeah. Um, They have to fly out his commander to dismiss him. Sir, the console wars are over. You can go home now. Go home to your family. Uh, no, I can't. Project Brooklyn's coming out soon. PS3 has no games, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I don't think they're going in death to be like, and then we're going to release this console. I just want to see what, and I think they have to be very forward about what they're going to be doing or else a bunch of people are going to like freak out. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, PlayStation was talking about doing that or it was like possible leaks for PlayStation's handheld. Yeah. And that makes sense because handhelds are huge in Japan, mm-hmm. but I don't think anyone in Japan cares about Xbox. No. So I, I, they're not going to like make money on that handheld market the way Sony would. No. I think I think it, for them, it's probably one of those things like, hey, can we make this for cheap now that the parts are a little bit cheaper and like the infrastructure is there to make something like this and then just use it as like you already can do this on your phone this is just like a big phone with a controller attached to it It makes it easier with like you know i I like an 
operating system that lends itself easier to that. But yeah, um, other news. I talked about it before. Funimation is shutting down. The worst part about it, which most people probably wouldn't care if Funimation was shutting down, but they're also taking the digital library that you had with it. Hmm. So not only did Funimation allow you to stream stuff, but you could buy stuff online and watch it. And even crazier on top of that, uh, once like looking into this is if you bought Blu-rays and you know how sometimes they would come with those like slips that allow you to like download this stuff so you can watch it on the go. They're also getting rid of that stuff, Whoa. which is kind of terrible. Even if you do have a physical copy, it, it does suck to have those. Uh, and this is all, I, I had a feeling either Funimation, I assumed Funimation, but Crunchyroll and Funimation um, entered into some sort of like agreement so they like combined and I was thinking there's only a certain amount of time before one of them shuts down because at one point stuff from uh, Crunchyroll left Crunchyroll and was only available on Funimation so they kind of wanted you to like have both yeah. paid two subscriptions which it's definitely not bad to have two different you know platforms it just sucks for the consumer but it's also like probably good in some some ways for just like not making sure Crunchyroll has some monopoly on like streaming anime yeah. uh, legally but this sounds really bad because Funimation taking away your digital library is the same thing we've talked about with like games you don't really own them mm-hmm. you just license out it uh, and on top of that uh, it sounds like Crunchyroll might increase in price um, and at the same time like I said, I was trying to watch Serial Experiments Lane and I didn't check recently, but the last time I checked, I couldn't watch it even though they had a page on Crunchyroll for it. It was like, go watch it on Funimation. This was a few weeks ago. Okay. And now I'm like, oh, Funimation is like, so is this series just not going to be able to be watched Is anymore? Funimation gone now? Like gone, yeah, gone? Yeah, I think, so I there's think, and I think in a few days they're going to be gone, gone. Well, if you can, if you can watch ping pong the animation before it goes away oh is it on there that's where i watched it oh man it's 11 episodes you can do it before it's gone let's see uh shuts down in april so okay you got some time go watch ping pong it's my favorite anime Uh, they have some message here about uh, because i remember one time i logged on to crunchyroll and was like hey do you want to merge your funimation stuff over to Crunchyroll, yes, no. And uh, <clears throat> that was a few days before all this coming out. And uh, it sounds really shitty to be like, hey, do you want to merge your library? And then be like, oh, just kidding, you can't have any of that stuff because of whatever deal is going on. Uh, it's just a bummer. Yeah. Uh, and not many people who are uh, like watch anime know it, but there is so much wrong with it, it just the way like uh, people who do the subs and stuff are like paid and and the whole idea with Crunchyroll is that they're paying people decently enough and you were able to watch stuff simulcast or you know the next day and they were apparently treating people well that's it's come out that they're not being paid as well uh, and uh yeah, it's it's just a bad situation because owning this stuff digitally is nice, uh, but
But if you've ever looked into Blu-rays for anime, it's like buy the first six episodes for $50 on Blu-ray. Like it is in like unbelievably expensive. And I've talked, I think I talked about it a while ago when I was more read on it, but, and I forgot about the details, but it just seems like the way they do that stuff in Japan, when they bring it over here, it just seems like not only you're getting like the tax of like bringing it over, but there's also some sort of like reason that they're able to do hike up these prices in a way that make it like this, this move feels like they're like trying to offer a moral high ground of like, you can watch like pay for it, but you, you know, your money is going towards people subbing it and you're getting it legally. And it's just like, at this point, uh, we might not be able to get any of this stuff legally and you make it so prohibitively expensive to buy physicals of it that it's like people are going to start pirating this stuff mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. as they should like me we endorse that yeah uh, still a high seas anytime you want which reminds me this oh, this transition just writes itself uh, the Ubisoft CEO defends Skull and Bones $70 price despite it being a live service uh, live, live surface leanings calling it quadruple A. Insane. Insane. My, my favorite part about the CEO being like, no, guys, just get ready. The most Chad thing anyone could ever say. Yeah. Uh, I would love it's to amazing. see uh, a diptych, right? Is that the word? Sure. A split yeah. of the CEO saying that on one side and on the right side the demo that they streamed on YouTube oh, where yeah. the chat was just like a mile a minute being like mid mid yeah. this looks dumb this looks dumb this looks bad this, this why did this take so long to come out yeah. quadruple A now they uh, I've talked about it a long time ago about how they are basically they need to put this out or else the Singapore government can like get a bunch of money from them for saying that they're going to put out a game. And that's like the whole thing is like Holy shit. from what the stuff I've read. Deceiving shareholders or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And just uh, they had some deal with Singapore and it this this whole branch of the studio seemingly became like a vacation for everyone where it was like. Yeah, go work on this game in Singapore, but you're not actually working on stuff. You're just basically being sent there to do minimal work and like chill out in Singapore. And now they have some deal where it's like, no, you have to put this out. And so they're like, all right, we're we're working on it. And so now it has to come out this year. Uh, I'm excited to see how this goes. I can't believe that they're charging seventy dollars for it. We got a year one ro- uh, roadmap. Um. I can't wait to see this this come out. <laughs> Man, if it was just a live service game, that Quadruple would be play. It would be maybe fine, but full price game. I hope they have a battle pass. I hope it's quadruple A. I can't wait to see it. But that's all that's all the news I got. Nice. I do have one V mail. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> is this appropriate? <sighs> Uh, yes. Okay. Why would it not be? I don't know. Last week it was weird. Oh, yeah. Last week it was weird. But that was cool. <laughs> it was cool getting a, a new message from someone first time calling. <laughs> and it seemed like it was their first time listening to the show, too. <laughs> Maybe first time kind of talking to people in a while. <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed like out of nowhere. Anyways, uh, 
it's funny i said something get ready for a long voicemail because <laughs> remember when i said keep it brief i got a text from this person saying i've never kept anything brief in my life oh boy so get ready the verbose homie yeah if you want to call and leave a voicemail anytime day or night you can at 804-286-0626 or as we like to say around here 804 bum oh man if you would like to you might sound something like this hey tyler uh yeah wanted to call and say that i'm still playing um dragon quest as recommended by dewey i'm probably not playing it the tim rogers way where it's like an hour a day but i'm putting in anywhere between like five to like 30 minutes um like kind of proceeding like i was on the train today uh going somewhere for about 20 minutes i pulled out my switch and played for a bit um yeah really enjoying it uh, Lisa has been capitalizing the TV and is uh, trying to platinum Ratchet and Clank. So it's been nice to be able to play something handheld so that she can do her thing as well. Uh, also wanted to call and say that I've been also watching the newest season of uh, Love on the Spectrum. And I've watched the other, the other first season from the American uh, side of things and also the Australian version, which I think was the original one. And... I like it. I like it a lot. I um, was also very skeptical before I, I, I watched it uh, to make sure that it wasn't like uh, infantilizing um, people with autism, uh, autistic people. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's very like heartwarming. I think, you know, for like the, uh, the maybe like the typical American audience who doesn't have something in their life with ASD, uh, autism spectrum disorder, that they maybe um, don't know um, you know, what a typical day is like for people with autism and um, like what love is like. And I think it's a really, you know, interesting view into it. Um, I think the reviews I've seen from like the autistic community is a bit like mixed. Some people, you know, are big on the advocacy part and like, yeah, you know, like visibility is important. And some people have been kind of um, like, uh, one of the big gripes is that I saw that people weren't compensated. Like the, the people in the reality TV show um, weren't paid. Uh, which I, I thought was like a decent critique of the show. I could be wrong with that, but um, yeah, I don't know. I would definitely say like, if it's something that you've come across as piqued your interest, do a little bit of research on it yourself and you know check it out. Um, it's very heartwarming. Um, and yeah, also, sorry to make the message long, I have been to a vegan hotel and that shit was awesome. It was like a weird like wellness hotel like in the middle of nowhere in Germany and that shit was tight. Like it was like, all vegan or all vegetarian. So yeah, thank you. Thanks. Thank you. I want to go to the all vegan hotel. Was you check in and there's a goat there that checks you in? No, the goats wouldn't work there. It's not vegan. <laughs> well, they got a worker's permit. <laughs> the goats can stay there though. Yeah. What? Is, I can't. If they think. want. I'm too indoctrinated. I can't even think <clears throat> of a funny vegan joke. Uh, they uh, uh, at the breakfast buffet they serve grass yeah hey what do vegans eat yeah they just said it's a bed of lettuce oh you got some flowers for you yeah fucking hippie yeah gay gay <laughs> hippie guy gay wad do you think any hippies in the in the 70s were vegan like any of the og hippies yeah you yeah. think they were yep i think if yes, i if veganism you, started in like the 40s I know, but like when you like 
My uh, 19, cartoon character 19, hippie. 1942. <sighs> Probably. My best friend in high school's uncle was like a Grateful Dead, sold acid, long hair hippie, lived in San Francisco, and he was vegan. Didn't didn't own shoes for like a whole year. Kind of. I guy. assume they're all like uh, like libertarians. I mean, now they are. Yeah, but back then they were probably vegan. I just okay. Do you think there are any libertarians that are vegan? No. They're they're all carnivore diet guys. Yeah. What am I gonna do? A license next time to toast my toast? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Hippies love living off the land. They love. They love butchering a, 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 a cow that they've lovingly taken care of for five years. They love that shit. Uh, maybe. Uh, All right, I'm going to get angry if we keep talking. All right. <laughs> uh, I think that's it. Okay. Okay. That's a pot. Hey, we haven't done this with just us in a while. It's a little rusty. I don't, usually I have a, a, a third party buffer. I think it was great. I think we're going to get a lot of great press about this one. Oh, so I forgot we didn't say anything about how last episode was 311 fuck it was episode 311 this opportunity I know hey well hey. I'm sure there's a joke in there about uh, color yeah uh, if you like this podcast consider joining our patreon patreon.com forward slash the flock uh, it's three dollars a month and you get a bunch of stuff it's pretty cool uh, if you already do that if you already give us money thank you we really appreciate it uh join our discord and watch us on tv uh twitch.tv forward slash x metal slime x twitch.tv forward slash respectable street twitch.tv forward slash truly underscore chat uh tell a friend about the show i smoke about a pound a day hey rock over london rock on chicago flock podcast breakfast of champions <laughs> i'm bob I'm Connor and I'm Dewey and thanks for flying with us. <laughs>